Whoa, loud. No, Sorry. That's okay. That's I was trying lot. to take a bite and it like went nuts. We lost Mooney. He's going for food. That was so weird. Yeah. Doesn't seem to want to do that, so I'll do both. Okay. Hmm. All right. This is yeah, very it's... loud, Ryan. Is there any way to turn it down? It's actually not. That's okay. the lowest we've okay. had. I'll turn me down. Does that help? No, it should come from our end, I think, actually. Let me see if I can. I've got. I can't I put how much lower. To know if we're going, where am I looking for this? Well, Kelly and Ty were doing How I Met Your Mother at nine. Okay. He wants to listen to The Walking Dead, unless he's watched The Walking Ooh. Dead. In which case, where did he? Her. Where did he message me? Ah, there he is. He's on Skype. Could be anywhere. Yeah, I can't put her down much lower without it. Okay, that's fine. Okay, well, that's. I'm glad. That I seems that better. Well, I didn't miss that. I will try not to make fork noises. I wonder why. <laughs> That's just funny. Random things to see. Ryan makes funny noises. It's cool, though. Everyone, take a drink. Why does Jasper want us to take a drink? Because Mooney and I are both eating. Oh, oh I got to click in my um, charger, actually, is what I need to do. Hang on. Okay. So, oh, yes. Give the man some coffee. Put some rum in it, would you please, Danielle? Oh, I think he might wow. need it to relax. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, why do you guys feed Chuck so late at night? I'm talking, mm. I'm podcasting. I'm talking well, we actually that. feed them three times a day because I try to space yeah. out their meals. Um, okay. Because I know some people go for the once a day. We don't have the type of cats that would go for that because, like, he just loves to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I feed him when I get up in the morning. So he eats like his breakfast at five. Right. Um, I feed him as soon as I get home from work, which is around three. So that's like his longest, their longest stretches from that point, but they sleep, you know, most of that. And then, um, we feed him again, but usually we feed him right around now, like eight thirty. Simply because by, like, if we try to wait any longer, he's just, he's going nuts because he's right. so hungry. So that's when he gets their, their third meal. And, um, usually that's okay. Like he'll just come sleep with us at night and kind of be down. And and then lately he's been fine in the morning. Like he'll, he'll wait for me to get up and then he'll come down for food. But we went through a stretch where like by four, four in the morning, he was up like bonking us on the head, trying to get us to get him, give him food. And it's like, ah, no, <laughs> getting up at four. That's a good way to end up in a crate, dude. No, it's just I would one of us would get up and walk out into the hallway and be like, "Come on, buddy, come on, it's time for food." And he'd follow us, and we would just leave him out in the hallway. We'd shut the bedroom door, shut the door, and run <laughs> because it would only be like another hour before I'd get up anyway. So it's not like, and he would just sit out there. Like <laughs> he didn't like bang the door and stuff. No, not really. A couple, like you might hear him cry a little bit. He might be like, "Meow," <laughs> but he gives up after a while. He just sits there. So. Kind of funny. He's got a great right. meow. I heard him earlier. Mm. I heard Sammy too, but I, I feel like Sammy's is much more of a strong meow, whereas Chuck is more like a whine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck is much more like. <laughs> Chuck was totally going. Please. Yeah. He's, a, he's a little baby. He's a, he's a little baby. Um, so. Sammy can be extremely insistent with her meows. Mm-hmm. So. I don't want to scare you, but my last. Two, two dogs ago, loved tissues and toilet paper, like ate them whenever, like would rip out your clothes to get to a, t- a Kleenex in your pocket. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it turned out he was a diabetic. Ah, oh, sad. Oh. Bob, are you present? I am present. I was going to say, I heard a... So we're welcoming the uh, welcoming the live stream here. Now, we had some issues earlier tonight because I decided to hit a button to improve the quality, the, mm-hmm. the audio quality of our podcast. <laughs> and that's basically what happened, but electronic-wise. And uh, it didn't work, and Sue and I kept hitting the big red button, and finally on the eighth time, it worked. So I'm not sure what was going on with the big red button for the it's, first seven times. It sound like Dr. Who. It's always right. fun to watch Ryan start to melt, because uh-huh. it was just like... Well, I stay very calm. The thing I'm is, like, you know, very calm. Have to Sue knows you so well, because when she was talking to me on the phone, and she was yeah. like, tell him to do this, this, and this. I know he won't, because he's impatient, and he won't want to, but tell him anyway. The way it works is, there's literally five switches that I have to hit to make to set this and they were all set in the right way and there's no like sixth switch so it's like there's there's right. nothing else I can do. It, it's just you turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off and by only eighth try it finally worked. Alright. So um we have a great podcast tonight which we're gonna start in a second. I know Bob is getting antsy tonight we're gonna talk about the uh season finale of the fourth season of The Walking Dead with the episode A and then uh, we are going to talk about the final episode of How I Met Your Mother, which Danielle and I not only haven't seen, we haven't seen the series. So, so we will bow out for that. We're going to bow out for that because we'd like to see the series at one point. Although I just heard someone refer to the ending as not unlike the ship of Seven of Nine in Chakotay. No! So I don't know if they mean a particular ship. I don't know if they mean it's just the, a horrible final episode. Well, it's funny because I just saw a um, headline on Boston.com that said, like, with all the... Yeah. Uh, like plot twists or whatever, that mm. there was very little to hate. Really? That's what it said. Well, it's the boss. I saw some it's, people. It's, it's re- I just say it's either people hate it or they love it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's all what it comes down to. There's very few people who are on the on the fence. Okay, so we're, we're going to do that, and then we'd like to talk about Will Weaven and Jen might come back. Jen is a Harmonian, not like she wasn't before, but she got bit by the Harmonian, whatever, like raccoon. I don't know what it is, but um, she's <laughs> a hard that's that's hilarious because we're going to talk a lot. The Harmonian raccoon. The the harmonious what uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were you were dealing with the computer, so you didn't quite hear it. But my cat was attacked by a raccoon the other day, so I was just oh. putting the two together. Oh, I thought you were saying your cat was attacked by a harmony, a feral harmonian, and then I was like, well, that's not surprising at all. That's not surprising at all. I think I'd rather battle a raccoon. All right, so Bob, why don't you go start? Because we got lots to do. There. Sure, let's do it. Come in, Bob. Come in. <laughs> he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. We don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Ryan Hulk. <laughs> me angry. Shoot, <laughs> 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 my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not. I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. 
none very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last week. With a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. i got to find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything <laughs> either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. <laughs> Hayden, Dark Crest! Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! Got it, Bob! <laughs> this is awesome. I, I, it's so funny. Ryan comes in, like, at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling, <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. We should make turn the cameras on. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow. Ow. I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexy. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his bones. But he is Lovely. And <laughs> these guys are alcohol. Every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? No, I don't. So. Then we just be Mexico again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why are you drawing a penis? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. Just not only do we have to be here on time, we have to wear... <laughs> Close. You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob to see his great light. I still have most of my evening to go. And I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh yeah, and I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products? <laughs> oh wow. She's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. She had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry, the cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this. Oh, Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Still Wake up and smell the fan rage, Poovwanians. <laughs> this is Point of View Weekly. For the date I don't remember because we don't do dates on this show at all. I'm your host, Bob. Wait, no. Let, let's do that again. Let's do that again. And he's our host. Who, like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, I no, no, no. You've been relegated to co-host, Ryan. Aww. Uh, I know. We'll try this again. Sure. Yep. That's okay. I just sent out on the live stream. We are live. Can you hear us? And we have no answer. So hopefully somebody <laughs> hopefully we're there. <laughs> we, we, we already warned them. We were talking about The Walking Dead, so they all ran away. Ran they all ran for it. Yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. So okay. that doesn't surprise Can me. I okay. do that? Let's, oh, try kidding. let's try this again because now I remember what I'm actually supposed to say. Woohoo. Danielle has a script if you need it. <laughs> it's okay. I'm good. <laughs> 
Wake up and smell the fan rage, Poovanians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and joining me today in the studio is are the usuals, starting with Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? It's going very well, Bob. Very, very, very well. <laughs> I can tell how well it's going. You just need to tell me one more time, and I might believe you. Very. Excellent. And also uh, recording with us is Danielle. Danielle, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, Bob. I'm doing better now that Ryan got the thing to work because he's a little, he's a little tough to be around when he's annoyed. <laughs> we all know that. All I'm sure you all know that. So I just want to confirm because the the chat says they can't hear us. So I'm not sure if oh, I should do well, that or I don't we, know. Doesn't just... it usually take a few minutes with a? Mm, yeah, uh, but we should. Uh, are we live? Hang on. Every, we are. So you're telling me not to get annoyed and just to let that roll off the the top and just not to get upset about that? No, I was just saying, I think you think that you're being calm and cool and collected, but you are, in fact, not. We are very quiet. That's because Danielle made me turn the sound off. <laughs> it helps her to concentrate on the podcast. <laughs> she prefers not to have any sound. All right, so, so are we Danielle. Oh, yeah. Danielle just has to be deaf. I'm, I'm just going to have to take out an earbud. That's all. There we go. We'll so, hopefully, so, so, we, so we are live, hot, and flowing all over the place. <laughs> And it says that that. we have three listeners, so there you go. We are live, hot, and flowing, and then we're bringing in Chi. Let's try and locate Lady Chi, because I'm not sure if we have a good contact number. Right. And I'm also going to bring in Itai. But before we do that, we want to introduce our lovely producer, Sue. Sue, Sue, how how are you doing? I am good. Thank you very much. I played April Fool's jokes on my children today and put blue food coloring in all the cups. So when they poured white milk into their cups, it turned blue. I went to Danielle, didn't know this morning when she woke up that it was April Fool's Day. So there was a thing on Star Trek. Yeah, you know why? Because I'm not five. Right. Well, everyone on this line knew it was April Fool's Day, baby. So uh, they put a thing up saying that Rosetta Stone was going to speak, was going to teach Klingon with Michael Dorn. She thought it was real. (laughs) I was so excited. She thought it was real. I'm like, it's April Fool's Day. She's like, do you you think that means they're not going to do it? I'm like, I I can't spin this. No, they're not going to do it. It's It's totally fell for it. Because I was like, what better person? And then Michael Dorn to teach Klingon. Now, yeah, except he probably doesn't know it as well as half the fans do. Now, mm-hmm. The Walking Dead concluded uh, this week, and I, I was very excited. This is the first episode I've watched in probably two years live as it aired. Like sometimes I'll turn it on twenty minutes in and I'll zip through all the commercials and finish mm-hmm. with everything else. But it's the first time I've ever had that. So there's a moment in the episode. Uh, it's about you know, fifteen minutes. In, spoilers, by the way. It's about fifteen minutes in. And you, Rick, Michonne, and Carl are around a campfire. Carl's in a, in a uh, truck, and then okay, Michonne well, and Rick. Stop, Brian. I don't want to pursue. Why am I stopping? <laughs> because the live chat cannot hear your voice. What? They oh, can no. hear Bob and I, but they can't hear oh. you or Danielle. Well, they can only hear the important people. Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, that's mean. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hanging up on Bob, unfortunately. We oh, go. man, we lost Losing Bob, connection. and there we go. Grace uh, said, I think Brian's monologuing. <laughs> no, we can't hear Brian. <laughs> well, Danielle will not let me get upset now, so we'll just have to do it with our voice. If I can be he- heard at any point, hopefully they will let me know. Let us know when you... I don't know why I'm typing this, because they can hear me. <laughs> but I'm used to it because I was typing to Ryan and talking to him. So there you go. Um, there he is. And Ryan. Okay. You did it. Okay. You may go back to your monologue, sir. 
Bob's right. going back to the monologue. So Sue's <laughs> like, finally got more rolls. Who's like, stop? I'm like, I don't want to stop. All right. So uh, we're about 15 minutes into the episode. Rick and Michonne are outside of a truck that Carl is sleeping in. And they're, Michonne, they're... not Michonne. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna silence Bob's mic for a moment because he's just the nitpickers mic. So you've got that whole thing going Aww, on. Be nice y'all. to Bob. I'm very nice. Oh, Bob says mean things to me all the time. So we were at that point. Yes. So we're at that point. I love you. I love you too, Bobo. So we're at that point. Happy birthday, by the way. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but that's like that's like like four episodes. Ago. Four episodes. Oh, okay. Speaking of happy birthday, April. Happy birthday, April. Happy birthday, April. All right. So Rick, Michonne, uh, fire, darkness, truck, and all of a sudden the claimers, the the group that Daryl's with, uh, pull a gun on Rick. They obviously want to kill Rick because he killed their buddy in the bathroom many episodes ago, even though I missed it. And it's this horrifying moment, and there's eight minutes of commercials, and it's the first commercials I've had to watch the entire probably two years, last two years of the show. So I'm thinking about this. And I'm thinking, because this has been the big, you know, Rick transformation episode, you know, how far he's come over the course of the season and over the course of the series. And I don't know what made me think of it, but we we watched the next scene. It's one of the most graphic scenes, I think Bob would admit, on the show that we've had in a while. It's very, very satisfying. Really satisfying scene. And I remember thinking to myself after, I haven't made a Battlestar Galactica reference in quite some time. So I started to, to ask myself, you know, Rick is being told, done to his head, you know, his son's there, you know, every, everyone's there, his daughter's presumably dead, and he's told to surrender to these horrible human beings. And I, I was reminded of the time that um, on Galactica, President Laura Roslin was told to surrender. And what was her thoughts on that? And, and, and this is what she said. So we're going live to President Roslin also being told to surrender. He doesn't give a ticket. Oh, wrong one. Okay. Hold on. We're doing some new things here. Hold on. Oh. Here we go. Ignore that bit about the Tinker's Dam. Here we go. So this is Laura Roslin being told to surrender. No. <laughs> Not now. Not ever. Do you hear me? I will use every cannon, every bomb, every bullet, every weapon I have down to my own eye teeth to end you. Every weapon I have down to my own eye teeth, she says. Now, I'm thinking of this, and you've got Rick, and he's, he, basically, he's been beating the crap out of him by the governor, and he, he, I've, I've, I think Carl was handcuffed, I believe Rick was handcuffed, but all he has is his giant head, his giant Mm -hmm. British head, and he has his eye teeth. And he fires off the guy, or he hits the guy, the guy fires off his gun, and Rick, I think at one point, Bob, does he headbutt him? There was some headbutting. Yeah, he head he takes he takes his head, the back of his head like and bashes the back of his head into his face, into uh, into uh, Joe's face, which causes Joe to shoot off the gun in his ear. Yes, which causes all the ringing and the lots of things. Yes, so there's lots of ringing. You know, you know it, it, everything moves in slow motion, and then Rick, you know, is kind of having the crap beat out of him, and then he emerges into, as I recall, this like bear hug, you know, position with the guy, and he bites his neck and rips out an artery. He went right for the jugular. He went right for the jugular, and all I could picture. At that moment, was Laura Roslin saying, "Use the eye teeth, use the eye teeth," and I. It was like I think it horrified everyone at home and everyone 
in the in the immediate vicinity because everyone stopped and just stared, which is not what you want to do. Because while they did that, our guys grabbed the guns and shot them all. Well, that's probably what he was hoping. That was what he was probably hoping they would do. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it was the longest eight minutes, and mm. I think we, there was something horribly like it was just so sad. The whole scene was very satisfying. I don't know. Like I don't know if it was like like quenching the monster within me because the monster within was like kind of a lot of the theme of the episode, but like you know the whole you know the ripping of the jugular was kind of just, but the the part that like got you know, I, I hate to say excited well, I don't know if excited is the right word I'm gonna kind of sound like a psychopath but like you know the 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 guy who was messing with Carl yes and so like afterwards like they kind of get him and like basically. You know, Rick just basically stabs him a bunch of times and kills him. <laughs> you know, for those that was like the best. You don't like mess with someone's for, kids. Well, for those who didn't watch room. it, Rick um, Carl's about to be raped by this creepy guy who's like licking the top of his ear. And, Michelle, and he was like, I I heard from people that watched that he was like a big guy. It's not like Carl could have gotten away. No, from he, him, he was right? a big guy. Yeah. I think he handcuffed Carl yeah. too. I believe he handcuffed Carl. And then Daryl, because Carl was scrappy. I think I saw a handcuff. Someone, some I believe someone got handcuffed. I don't remember, maybe it was Rick. Someone got handcuffed. It, it oh. probably was Rick because you know he, he didn't need it for the teeth. But he, a couple of guys are, are killing Daryl. Um, Michonne is held at gunpoint. And uh, the other guy's raping Carl, and, or about to rape Carl, and Rick is, is fighting the leader there. And when Rick does his thing, you know, everyone stops, and Daryl uses that moment to kill the two guys, and Michonne grabs the gun and shoots the guy. And then the other Another guy is holding Carl at gunpoint. And Rick has that, like, crazy eye look. Mm. And he even says to, like, Michonne goes to make a move, and Rick's like, I got it. And the guy lets Carl go, and there's this brief moment where I actually felt bad for the for the guy because Rick was coming at him like all of and like you know he had no chance, and Rick killed him within seconds. Yeah, yeah, of course, within within seconds. I don't think he killed him within seconds, and that's what was I found more satisfying. Did he stab him? He stabbed. It sounded like he stabbed him at least, you know, five, six, seven, eight times. That's actually true because Carl's just laying there listening to. And you just hear the stab, the stab, the stab. stab. And based off that, I'm guessing in the sounds is probably in the stomach. So I don't know. Probably I'm just guessing on that point. I'm just. I was hoping it was the stomach. It was. Well, that's the thing too because the scene, the way the scene was paced, was that so much time went by where it looked hopeless, and they were taunting Rick, and we're going to kill your son, and we're going to kill your friend, and all this stuff. That when Rick is able to use his eye teeth against them, you cheer, even though he's just bitten into like a walker, bitten into this man's neck, and ripped out his his jugular so like you do cheer and it's one of those things where you're like eh, it's all right <laughs> welcome back rick but um it, it, i thought it was just a a, a great it, it was i think it has to be one of my favorite but I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode so far but i think it's one of my favorites i think my favorite is still the That's interesting. Too. Mm-hmm. but i would well so this is one of your favorite episodes ever i think my favorite was actually the last episode of season two I don't know why, but that one. So I mean, Laurie was in it, but I'm able to forgive that. But yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I honestly would say this is probably one of the weaker season finales. Um, well, yes. Well, I don't know. Last week, last season's season finale was horrifically weak. I mean, all they did was kill off Laurie. So didn't Lori, they kill, they kill a bunch of people off. on the last season finale? 
No, that was the mid-season finale. The last season, oh, yeah. Bob's right. The first season oh, finale, they're, they're at the CDC, and we lose a guy that from that cool. previous yeah. episode, and we lose uh, Jackie, who we only knew for five episodes at that point. Second yeah. season, the mid-season finale, um, it's the discovery that Sophia is a walker. The second season finale, which is one of my favorites, is when Herschel's farm is overrun by walkers, and we discover at the very end the prison, and it has Danielle's favorite line in any um, walking dead episode. Post semi a post. You want to do the accent? No. Okay, she Rick the does accent. it better. And uh, season three, uh, season three, mid, what is it? Mid season? Mm-hmm. What the hell was season three, mid season? It ended. Season, season three, mid season? Yeah. Was uh, Daryl and um, Merle fighting at the Merle at the fighting within Woodbury? Yeah, in Woodbury. Yeah. yeah. Now the season at, season three does end with the death of Lori, which uh, I death, no, that's not Lori. It's um, not Lori. Um, Andrea. Andrea. Everyone's cheering for that because no one really <laughs> liked her by the end. So there's a lot of cheering for that, and it, it was one of those episodes where I think everyone. Tra- you know, there was. Remember when Harry Potter ended, and I was guessing like who would live because I figured Joe would kill off everyone, and she killed off very few people relatively. It was like that where everyone's trying to guess who's going to die, and it was just Lori. And then this season, we we're all taking guesses who's going to die, and, and it, it was, was none of them, right? No, no one died. Like, well, you actually did say though that um, they, they do it in off. That episodes. if they went like a crazy. If they did something else really crazy, you wouldn't be surprised if they didn't kill off a character. Right. So I'm thinking, right. So, and, but I'm predicting within like season five, episode two, they'll kill off like half the cast. They'll do it when you're not yeah. suspecting it. But, um. Kind of like they did in The Good Wife? Kind of like what they did in The Good Wife. And I was spoiled in that. So that's cool. But yeah, I think that's actually the thing now where it's like people are, like The Good Wife is even doing it. So, mm. I mean, but yeah, it was a relatively death free, ep- well, except for all the guys who were, you know, Rick ate. He ate that one guy. Well, except you don't care about them. You don't care about him at all. But (laughs) like it was all um, bad guys. And Bob, what do you think of the scene where they're at? um, They go to Terminus, and Mm -hmm. you walk outside, and you notice that these guys have riot gear. And and the thing that caught my attention was one of them was wearing Andrea's um, wrap. I recognize the wrap from the last episode that she's wearing. And Andrea's wrap. No, I'm sorry. I keep calling. Why do I call her Andrea? Um, Maggie. What's the actress? Yeah. Is really her, is bad the actress with is, no. Uh, did you? you did, well, the first thing was the uh, the stopwatch or the time watch. The watch. I, I think I looked down when I was mm-hmm. tweeting about the, the Maggie's thing, but um, it, it's the it's the watch that Herschel gave Glenn back. I think in season two. Bingo, and that's I think that was the biggest thing because like. Obviously, Glenn would not willingly give that up to some random person. Right. And, like, hopefully Rick also noticed the, 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 the riot gear and, and the other yeah. ones. From 80 yards away, that guy's going to watch. Let's kill them all. Mm. So, like, yeah. luckily that worked out for him. And, and that woman behind the grill looks a lot like Tasha Yar. That's a little weird. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so. And Is she then, still grilling people? She was still grilling people. Now, the okay. question I actually had was, was she going to give them food? Like, what, like the line is make them a plate. Is that code for something? Because why, would, if you're going to kill these people, why are you giving them the the, the food from the blast people that you cooked? I don't. <laughs> well, maybe it was to lull them into a false security so she could kill them. I just want to share that with the uh, that that is the uh, the subreddit for the Walking Dead television show, and the picture they have on the far right is hilarious. All right, let's take a look here. And I'm going to share that. With, I guess I'll share that with the chat here pretty quick. Like, okay, this is weird. Okay, we're taking a look is at this. Is there supposed to be a picture? All I have is like links. It should be on the far right hand side. 
Oh, I see it. That's that's how she are working the Burger King. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, now I really quickly. I know we're running out of time for this segment. I do have a special guest. I would like to. Um, I'd like to add in here for the for the Walking Dead discussion. For the Walking Dead discussion, I do have a special Walking Dead guest. I would like to okay. add in here. Uh, this is the. Uh, what is what did I say? Nothing. 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 Go ahead. I have a special dead guest to bring in here. I'm adding to the to the call here uh, the person who suckered me into watching a Walking Dead episode, and and without her, none hey, of this. Hey, we haven't talked to her in forever and ever. Amen. Gen two. Hello. You did this to me. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. It's okay, Ryan. I would have gotten you eventually. You would have gotten eventually. <laughs> Gen 2 one day, as we know, said, Ryan, watch this. I watched all of Battlestar freaking Galactica watch this, so I watched it. I said, it was all right, but I can't handle the guts. And she said, watch one more episode. I said, the title? And she said, it's called Guts, Ryan. Watch it. I'm like, that was riveting Gen 2. <laughs> I'm like, I totally had to deal with you camped out on my front lawn in your lawn chair. You're going to watch this freaking this show. This is true. Now, Gen 2, <laughs> th- there was a season finale episode. So far, we've discussed Rick in the eye teeth that, that he used to rip up the jugular of, of the. Oh, I know. Well, did you watch The Talking Dead and then he talked about it being raw chicken? <laughs> it was raw. Yeah, that was awesome. My favorite was the line he had where he's like, and we were holding each other as we did the bite scene, and it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> he's yeah. the jugular out. So wait, it was so he actually bit into raw chicken? What he yeah. did. So that's what I said. Rather bite the zombie, thank you. They said to him when they set it up, obviously he's not biting into the real actor, so they said, Do you want to use <laughs> beef or chicken? And he said, Well, chicken. And they said, Do you want cooked chicken or hot chicken? Well, well, what he said was, He's like, Well, isn't everything supposed to taste like chicken? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. They're like, well, raw or cooked? And he's like, Well, which one will be more realistic? And they're like, Well, raw. <laughs> and. So I think they like taped chicken breast. <laughs> Don't miss. I hope it was organic, or he's going to die a terrible death. Well, his response to was, as I bit into it at one thirty in the morning on that cold Georgia morning, I realized I had made the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I actually rewound the scene after I after I watched Talking Dead, and you see. <laughs> You see him like spit that chunk of chicken out. It's like, <laughs> what I loved about it was the look on the guys' faces. At, like when Rick does it, it kind of like you can hear like Bear McCreary like jacking it up. And it's like the time Adama fell down. It's the same music, and it's like everyone's watching him, and you can tell the claimers are even thinking, "Dude, this may be the zombie apocalypse, but that was cold. <laughs> like, we don't do that here. You don't bite a man's neck." <laughs> Well, I totally wasn't prepared for it either because, you know, it's like, okay, how is he going to get out of there? And then he just totally just headbutts it, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> and then he turns around and he, like, bites out his neck, and I'm like, ooh! Ew! <laughs> bad, 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 bad. So, the, obviously, it ends with them, they're being shot at by either the guy who's trying not to kill them or the worst shot in the history of mankind because he fired 5,000 bullets and didn't hit them. So, obviously, he's trying not to kill them. I don't think they're trying to kill them. I think I, it's I, more about directing them. It was. So, so they, they walk one by one into the, tra- into the train car. 
Yeah. And all I can picture is we've watched a lot of Doctor Who. Rick gets <laughs> in there, and he's surrounded by everyone. And Abraham's like, you know, he makes the comment, you know, for as long as we're alive or something to that effect. And then Rick's like, you know, they screwed with the wrong people. And it's like, I felt like it's the Doctor. He's like, yes, there may be a billion, billion Daleks, but, you know, you never mm. put something in a trap. Me. Like, it's just, it's like, <laughs> that's all it's no, like, I- no, I kept waiting for the TARDIS to appear. <laughs> I don't know. It's just That's like we're getting out. And I love Andrew Lincoln. He's like Rick has never been more powerful, even though he's trapped in a railway car, <laughs> surrounded by cannibals on all sides. And, and it's it's absolutely true because we were we were talking last time. Are they going to kill Rick off? Has his storyline completed? And. Think of the entire season. Like he in the first season, he was the 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 one that Shane. The first two seasons, it was Rick versus Shane, and Shane didn't think Rick had it in him. Then it's the Rick who's taking over, and he's going to be the dictator. And then Mm -hmm. it's the Rick who's essentially the failed dictator who wants to become the pig farmer. And it's the Rick who had the, the the shit kicked out of him by the governor, who was taken care of by Carl. Who you know was, was the governor, or did he have the shit kicked out of him by? He life? had the shit kicked out of him by. Love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's he in did, love. Actually, he was, he was in love. Actually, yeah. So, so yeah. Look, actually, love. Actually, did you see the last listener question? I mean, listener. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Viewer yeah. questions. I, yeah. That was awesome. Danielle. Wait, got do me, they all know about the Christmas card? That yes, Danielle got me a Christmas card of, of yeah. Grimes in in the, in the sheriff's gear with with his with the, his card up saying, "To me, you were perfect." What kills me is if you didn't get it right away. I didn't. I didn't. And I'm looking at you like I did. This is like yeah, I did because that was his big thing in that movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I like I Gentoo rank this as a finale episode. Um, oh, I pretty high. Probably my favorite. I think because I think I've just been waiting for Rick to come back for about two or three seasons. He's never been like this though. He's never been this scary before, and I love it. I, I can't. No, but the, I mean, but the, the whole the whole character arc. I mean, he's had to go through all of this stuff to get to where he's at, and I mean, the whole time you keep you. Oh, me! I think to myself the whole time. I think. You've got to do what you've got to do. There's freaking zombies everywhere. Mm. You know, if you're going to stay alive, you have to do what you mm. would have done before. Otherwise, there wouldn't be billions of people walking around as zombies. So all the rules are kind of gone. And so he keeps trying to live by these old rules and there are no rules. And so I've just been waiting for him to finally get it. <laughs> well, like the, the way they've been framing the question up until now is, especially with, um, with, with uh, Lizzie and was it Mika? Yeah. Mika yeah. and Lizzie. With Lizzie and Mika. Not Micah. Not Micah. <laughs> it's not Micah. Micah's in Heroes. Yeah, Mika. Mika. The the thing with them is you can either be good pre-apocalyptic people or you can die. Those were, or you can be this horrible, horrible person. Those are the two options: become a horrible, horrible person, or or say who you were and die. And that was kind of how they've been framing the season. And Rick is still a good person. He's like even Carl says it was justified, but he's going to be exceptionally, exceptionally scary. And, 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 and deadly 
lethal everything, but he, well, he sti- finally figured out what he had to do and still retain his humanity. That was the he chose the third option and he chose it just in that instant before he went was Laura Roslin on that guy's ass and, <laughs> and ripped his ripped his jugular out there using his IT. I, I, I loved every second of the episode. It wasn't what I expected. I expected that we would get to Terminus in the first three minutes and it yeah. would take place. Term- you know what I mean? And you would see like Tyrese and the, and Carol, the baby come over one hill and you'd see the, the, yeah. the other. Yeah. and I figured that would be this big epic blowout at Terminus. Okay. And it was what I liked for Rick though, too, though, was, you know, he didn't make those choices lightly. I mean, he was watching his son be raped and, or literally, you know, to the point of being, you know, raped and he's watching Michonne, you know, almost dying. And it's like, he almost had to make, you mean, you had to, you almost saw the decision, you know, like Mm -hmm. across his face is that I have had enough, you know, of trying to be the man that I was, you know, before. And so, you know, it's not that he, they've made a lot of these choices lightly you know it's 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 survive or be eaten and you know he's not gonna let some jackass from the claimer group you know take his son right in Mm -hmm. front of him and and so that's why i really really liked that and then you know you lead up and then you know they're telling him to wash his face you know it's it's, oh daryl was great and and, and you love daryl like like the like daryl just basically said kill him kill me not them like daryl is the ultimately self-sacrificing guy here and he even walks up to rick he's like you know i never knew they were that bad i just want to make it absolutely clear i didn't yeah, see raped young children that was I, I had i had no clue that was and the, the, sure. the whole bromance thing the whole bromance thing i loved that <laughs> section i love that scene where they just you know it's like they yeah. kind of want to hug each other but they're covered in muck and <laughs> I guess you're my brother now, you know, which meant a lot to Daryl because, of course, you know, he feels like he doesn't have an identity without Merle or he's searching for who he is, you know, outside of, you know, who his family was. So, yeah, I I really liked this season. I really liked the finale. I don't know how in the hell they're going to get out of that train car, though. No, he's the doctor. He's the 11th doctor. He doesn't (laughs) need a screw. Like, remember the the, the episode where he's like, I don't need a screwdriver or a TARDIS. The world's ending 12 minutes. All I have is a rubber duck. And I'm like, that's all Rick needs. He needs a rubber duck. But that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there might be a rubber duck in there. We might. Can you imagine? The, can you imagine the deleted scene though with Abraham when they took his guns away? He's like, I have to get to Washington D.C. <laughs> that would have been amusing. <laughs> oh my God, with Sheldon Cooper in there. That's the problem. They're all locked in there with what's his face there. Who's like? So I don't know if you've I... talked about it, but what was the? What is the? What is the whole point of the room with the skeletons and the candles and the names? Are those all the people that they've lost, or are those all the people they've eaten? I, 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 I see it as one of two ways. I'm curious what Bob thinks. I see it as one of two ways. I see it as either those are the people that they lost, and they're never going to lose anyone again, because on the wall, it's like, never again, never again, written on the wall. Or right. is it like, we'll kill you, but we'll put a candle for you in the main lobby. So I'm it's like- really, <laughs> it's not like you're dying, you know, like, you'll still live on through us. I don't mm. know. And I wondered that first scene at Terminus, you know, when they, uh, when um, Glenn and Maggie, when they walk in there and, you know, she's freaking grilling, you know, I'm thinking to myself, why don't you just run down to the meat store? <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, where did, 
you know, but I'm still not convinced that they're cannibalizing the people. Oh, they're cannibalizing the people. Because didn't someone say when they were running, you could see, like, carts with arms coming out of and stuff? Oh, yeah. You, you, you saw, like, skinned, you know, skeletons, of, but they had fresh-ish meat on them. I mean, uh, I'm not saying, that's not, that's not to say that they are cannibalizing them. That's just, that is an assumption made by everyone, but... Yeah. I do just have to feel bad for Denise Crosby. If she just hung in there on Star Trek The Next Generation, she would have had a much better movie career, and she wouldn't be in her 50s starring as the cannibal. Like, I just have to feel like that was a bad... <laughs> it's like Shelley Long on so Leave Cheers. I'll leave Cheers. I'm sure I'll be fine. I'll be. I'll play Carol Brady in no, this No, I don't know. Never was a fan of Tasha Yar, so you know what? But it's Screw t- her. But Deanna Troy lasted for 17 years. Yeah, but... Um, Deanna Troy! The therapist! She'll always have data. Crashed every ship <laughs> named Enterprise. Every single ship named Enterprise. That woman crashed. As soon as she asked Data if he was anatomically correct or whatever it was that she said, I was done with her. She was drunk and it was her second episode. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Well, I, 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 I <laughs> she find... was killed by a giant blob. I bet him. I'm all right with that. Just yeah, throwing that out there. Um, I don't know if you guys are following in the chat, but Mooney just announced that there yeah, was a magnitude definitely. 8 earthquake in Chile with a tsunami. There is a tsunami oh. that's following it. So if it's you six, guys can spare okay, your... Thoughts yeah. and prayers that direction. Now that you fixed Puffwa, we would I've, really appreciate that. I don't know how big the um, the tsunami was. Well, the the um, the tsunami from 2004. I don't know how tall or how high the the waves were, but I know they're reporting six feet um, waves are, are hitting into um, Chile right now. So that's that was actually the first thing I thought of when I saw that it was that big because it was off the coast. Anytime it's mm-hmm. off the coast, it's mm-hmm. usually not a thing. Yeah. So we're just holding on. Um, we're going to get Lady Chi and Itai in here to discuss uh, the how and I met. Too, it was Mark. wonderful to have you drop in for a moment. It was. Well, thank you. We Jen Chu, do you watch How I Met Your Mother? I have not seen one single episode of it. Okay. Well, then you I'm probably, sorry. You probably don't have much to add then. Do you, so. Do we have final no. thoughts on The Walking Dead on AMC, the scary, scary, scary show on AMC that I love? Um, I will say that... I've told at least five people in the last two or three days who've said that they don't watch it, that they have to watch it. You know, I'm like, that you have to watch the show. And um, it's it's one of my favorites. And I'll just have to find something else to keep myself occupied until, what, October? Yes. And if you're missing Herschel... Even though he came back, if you're missing Herschel, go over to Amazon Prime and watch the pilot episode of Bosch. Herschel is not only in it, but they must have filmed it after when they told him not to shave because he actually looks like Herschel. And he's Mm -hmm. even a doctor, and he's retired. But he has two legs, the same. Yeah, well, good for him. Um, Overall, I would say that um, it was a decent episode of the show. Um, I would not say that it was one of their best season finales. Uh, it's interesting to finally see what's really somewhat going on at Terminus. They still have, to have a lot of questions to answer when it comes to the likes of, you know, Beth um, or mm-hmm. Carol and Tyrese. Um, and so I'm kind of excited to see where they go with those things. 
uh, and how the heck they're all going to get out of that stupid uh, box car without getting <laughs> shot up to death. Right. They probably won't do anyway because, you know, that would ruin the perfect tender slices of meat that they'd be able to get off their well, bodies. Well, then, like, the worst thing, too, is, like, I'm hoping it's not they're setting it up to be, like, Rick is this badass, and then, like, the next episode he's gained 60 pounds because they're feeding him, like, all the stuff to fatten him up or whatever, and that, that was just, like... They're feeding him his friends. It's, like, a, it, that was, like, an ironic ending because the next season he's no longer <laughs> badass. Yeah. All right. So we're going to... Um, so Gentoo, thank you so 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 much. Thank you, Gentoo. I blame you. You're welcome all, very much. I blame you for all of this. So we're going to be adding uh, Etai and Lady Chi to the chat, and uh, Bob's going to take us through a discussion of how I met your mother. Apparently, it deals with Chakotay and Seven of Nine in some capacity, of which I'm not a clue. Not a clue. Okay. Well, Sorry. have fun chatting about a show I've never watched. <laughs> Bye. Well, Ryan, I'm going to send you a link in a minute for you to play at the end of our uh, How I Met Your Mother discussion so that because really? it works better when it comes through your feed than it comes through mine. Don't send it over Skype if you can't. Are you talking about something uh, from uh, the actors I am. studio? Okay. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm actually trying to figure out how to add. Just bear with me, guys. I'm just trying to remember how to add Etai in here. Why is he not showing up? Why is he not showing up? Right, let's get Chi in here first. Oh, that, that, that would be why. Bob, do you have a cold? Uh, no, I have allergies. Oh. Really, really bad allergies. Bummer. I, I managed now to drop my only cough drop on the floor halfway through the last discussion, so I'm very sad. I'm hoping I'm not going to start coughing. Hello. Hey, Muzzle Tov, Itai. Muzzle Tov. Muzzle Tov. Lady Chi. Hold on, one second. Hold on. Oh, it's the same old lady. <laughs> oh my God, where do I plug this in? It wants it basically me all throughout the night. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What am I supposed to be holding? <laughs> we won't answer that because it'll get us in trouble. Well, that's why I asked. It's like you're all shouting at me right now. Ah, we would never shout. Just like a speaking voice. Just, all right. You know, we're using so, voice. all right. So, Sue, so, so, we'll Facebook me when you guys are done. Danielle and I are going to check out for a little bit. So, enjoy okay. how I met your mother. Hold on. <laughs> Which I have not seen, but I did watch the Inside the Actor Studio version of it. And right. I well, have a, a working knowledge of yeah. sort of what's going on. Well, no, you you saw the you saw the Inside the Actor Studio episode. You didn't. You, you've not you've not seen the the show. The show is the show itself is a bit different. <laughs> mm, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, just for warning, for those of you who are interested in watching How I Met Your Mother um, and do not wish to be spoiled. Uh, you might want to exit stage right because yeah, we'll be spoiled, we're going to be spoiling the shit out of this show. Yeah. Um, in fact, actually, Sue, I'm going to get with you after the show. I actually kind of want to do a, a spoiler intro for the show. Like, if you want to pass this spoiler, go to this time point. Okay. And so why not? But we'll talk about that later. Uh, you ready to go, uh, Chi? Okay, so um, for those of you who aren't aware, the C- series finale of How I Met Your Mother... Uh, a show that has been running on CBS for nine years uh, finally came to a close last night uh, with uh, Ted finally meeting the mother. And then we also got to uh, see what happened between uh, Barney and, uh, oh my Robin. gosh. Robin. Robin, thank you. Wow, I wanted to say uh, the mother's name instead, but uh, their wedding in 2030 as to what happened in that time period in between. Oh, okay. And it was a... Um, Unmitigated clusterfuck? Yeah, I would say so. Sort um, of, yeah. 
I think it's very interesting. We talked about this at the beginning of the show where people either loved the finale or they hate it. And I, you know, I don't hate it. I mean, I, I disliked it because I felt that it was some pretty bad, I mean, bad pacing in their storytelling. Yeah. But basically, I guess just a general rundown of what happened. Um, basically, Barney and Robin get married and then they get divorced three years later. Um, Barney proceeds to have a, a love child with his, uh, he was going for a perfect month, which for Barney, a perfect month is having uh, uh, sex with a different woman every single night. And number 31 became his uh, baby mama. And on the front of uh, Ted and the mother, who we now know is named uh, Tracy McConnell, they, uh, they were basically engaged for uh was it about five years and then they had two kids in the process and then they got married is it two or seven i, I think they were together for two and then engaged was five i don't know seven it years turns out seven years yeah yeah so and i think so, they were engaged for two yeah okay. or was it no they were engaged, engaged for five no, they, they were engaged for five, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was okay overall seven years um and then after they have the kid the kids and all that sort of stuff um Tragically, the mother uh, gets ill and passes away, um, leaving Ted to tell the story of how he met his, his kid, I mean, telling his kids how they met, he met their mother, um, which in reality, as the kids know, or because, you know, they're detectives like their father and their mother, the, the, the conversation is not so much how you met the mother, but... It's how you met Robin. <laughs> it's how you really... St- Still, kind of have feelings for Aunt Robin, and what? you'd like to date Aunt Robin, and you want our permission. Right. That's kind of how that all broke down. Yeah. Uh, and and Lily and Marshall continue to be boring by having only three kids, and Marshall becomes a supreme supreme court person in New York. I think that's pretty much it. I think it covered generally. Speaking <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. I did the whole thing. I actually Googled on my lunch break today. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't Google, but the news came up, and it said something about the How I Met Your Mother finale, and I hit the link, and so I saw the five magic moments. Yeah, Five no. spoilers or whatever. And mm-hmm. I will say that Neil Patrick, uh, his interaction with the baby was really cool. Yeah, when he met his daughter, that was, uh, that's yeah. when the first, like, that's, they say like, that's when he, fell, he truly fell in love with somebody, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, that kind of really bothered me, and the fact that kind of what I got from that was... You're not alone. Well, no, no, more so like along the lines of in regards to Barney's character development was that Robin, in theory, would have never, ever made him happy because he had to have, he had to, you know, he wouldn't truly love someone until he had a kid. And kind of, you know, the same thing. Like, everyone wants to be, like, with Robin, but doesn't like the fact that she can't have kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Well, I don't know. But I know that I know that she was raging. Uh, said, well, Ryan said that she was very unhappy. So, Chi, what do you think of this finale of How I Met Your Mother? Chi? Is Chi there? Excuse me. Okay, then maybe, maybe uh, hopefully we didn't lose her. But, Itai, what did you think of the, uh, the like, overall, like, did you did you dislike it? Did you hate it? Did well, you I, care I, it? I, um... I didn't. I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp as you. In other words, I don't. I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but I don't love it either. I'm. I'm sort of uh, somewhere in the middle, and it depends. It depends, you know, who you ask me about and what what mood I'm in in mm-hmm. that particular moment. 
but you you mentioned you mentioned Barney's uh, character development or character arc, and, mm. and, uh, and and that was one of the things that I really had an issue with, particularly because he, at least to my mind, spent all this time you know evolving into a human, and then yeah. you know and then <clears throat> within th- within about two minutes. De evolves back into what he used to be, and then when he has the uh, the baby, it's only to me semi-redemptive. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that completely. So, so I mean that that particular that particular uh, um, character arc or storyline I had an, an issue with. I also had a sort of an issue, although I understand that the show is how I met your mother, not how I spent you, not how I spent my life with your mother, but mm-hmm. given, given that, <clears throat> that, you know, we spent nine, almost ten years building up to how I met your mother, mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more payoff. Yeah. In, in, term, in terms of that relationship and how it was developed. Um, and I, I, while I understand that, you know, ultimately, it's 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 sort of a, a wish fulfillment thing that Ted and Robin end up together because, well, you know, Ted is Robin is supposed to be the love of Ted's life. Mm-hmm. I I really that I found weak. So, I don't buy that Robin is the love of Ted's life, and and neither do I actually. I, I, <laughs> but for, for I fans, it kind of is though. Like right. I don't buy it either, but I'll, I'll, I'll I just understand go, that that's the premise. I'll go ahead and say this because I really want she because now that she's back. I really want she to give her opinion, but I just want to say this: the ending kind of reminded me of a really bad Harmony fic, <laughs> and of the fact that. You have Harry and Hermione, and it's like, okay, and you're, if I'm a really bad Harmony fic writer, it's like, how do I get them together? I know. I'll kill off Ginny, and I'll make Ron an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that's basically what happened. They made Barney go back to his old ways, and they killed off Tracy. And it's like, well, then who's them for them left to get together? I know. Let's spend the rest of their lives of Robin and Ted together. And that's basically how the, I mean, I mean granted, I, I'm, I'm happier with the ending than, say, a horrible Harmony fic, but, like, my first thought was instantly, it's like, they couldn't get the two of them together, so they killed off everyone else. So they forced made it. Them yeah. They forced it. Yeah. So, Chibachi, what do you think? I know that you were not a fan. Uh, that's, at least that's what Ryan told me. What, what were your thoughts on the finale? Um, yeah, I guess, are we not friends on Facebook, Bob? Um, oh, no, I don't think we are. are. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I need to rectify okay. that problem. Um, it's okay. Uh, I, I believe that I posted I wanted the last nine years of my life back. And I then on my... Post. I, I didn't see that one either. Did you hide that from most of us? Uh, I, don't, I didn't intend to, but I, 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 I watched the finale and I was very, very, very upset. Um, I just think, it's like Bob said, it's just, it was a stupid way to pay off the series like for me it completely ruined i mean let's just let's forget what it did to women let's just shove that aside for a second even though i hate to um and just talk about what it did for ted like for me the journey of ted like ted in the beginning of the show mm-hmm. was unbearable like he's that guy that you go on a date with and you're just like 
what is with this dude? Like he just, you know, <laughs> I love he's you. Like, he's like, he was needy, but he was afraid of a commitment. He's like every 25 year old trying to find himself in the dating world that you ever meet, you know, like right. not one of the ones that has their head on straight. And so the journey for old has head on straight. <laughs> um, the journey for Ted, at least from my perspective, was going from sort of this unlikable, self-absorbed, self-centered, it's all about what I want, what I need. I woke up today and wanted to be married, so the universe should just give it to me, Ted, to, yeah. you know, I going to find the locket for Robin, but giving it to Ro- Barney to give to Robin, mm-hmm. you know, to... You know, it's all of a sudden it wasn't not all of a sudden it took nine painful years um, for Ted to get to the point where he wasn't, you know. Yeah, he wasn't still in love with Robin, like the end of season nine. Like they even have this cheesy ass scene of Robin floating away and him letting go. And it's like, I have finally let go of Robin. And then in two episodes later, at the end of the the series, guess what? He's got the blue French horn, and he's sitting outside Robin's apartment. And just like, so you spend nine seasons telling us how they don't work together to bring them together at the very end. And let's not not even get, like, I want to be honest with you, I'm pissed that they killed off the mother. Because it was just like, we finally get to know the mother in in one season, and then they kill her off. Well, they fridged her. I mean, that's the thing, is it wasn't even like a... It wasn't, it's like, it was an unnecessary death. There was no reason, narratively, that that needed to happen. Other than they really wanted to get Ted and and Robin together. Yeah. If if she's still alive, there's no way, there's no way that the two of them would get together. Right, exactly. So, she, what, she died so Ted could, like, what, have some man pain and, like, get back with his one true love? So Ted could grow, she died so Ted could grow up, theoretically. Yeah. And I'm and not I'm just, sure he did. <laughs> I'm just not, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm so over that whole thing, <laughs> you know? And the thing of it is, is like, for me, it's a cool story. Like, it's a story mm-hmm. that never gets told about how sometimes you meet somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like this just happened to me. Like, you meet somebody and there's a really good connection and everything should click. You're saying to each other, like, you should be the one that I spend the rest of my life with. Like, you should be intellectually, this makes sense. Every checklist I've ever had in my head right. of every quality I've ever wanted, like, you fulfill, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You should be the one. But mm-hmm. something's wrong. Something's off. Something's not right. And as much as I like you, as much as I'm attracted to you, as much as I love you, it's not the right fit. You know, mm-hmm. you just have that gut in your instinct soul like in your soul instinct that that's not the right one for you mm-hmm. and that for me is ted and robin you know like yeah it's like there's even that episode where he's like you know i think it's the, i actually think it's the pilot or the second episode where he's like what have i always said about the woman i would marry she's gonna love scotch she's gonna like love dogs she's going to like you have this list of superficial the list. things mm-hmm. the list you know and um and Robin should have been all of those things, but she mm-hmm. wasn't. And that's a cool, to me, that's a cool story. I, and I, mm-hmm. surely I'm not the only one who thinks that's a cool story. Like, no, I met cool you. Story. I had a relationship with you. It ended, but we had to, ha- we had to have this relationship for us 
to be the people that we needed to be for the for the other people that were kind of coming to our lives. Exactly. I mean, you grow from you grow from your life experiences, and so at least most people do. Right, and 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 that's why I was excited to actually see that you know the mother was a, the mother, and you know and all that, and it fi- it did feel kind of cheap in the end to see that basically, yeah. You know, Tracy was the mother, but Robin was still the one. Right, and, and, that's, we're saying. and that's why I say I'm not. I'm not sure that any of the characters actually grew. Which, yeah. Which is why I. Which is which is really, you know, my yeah. my, my biggest issue with this whole thing is you took us on a nine year what loop de loop. Yeah. yeah. We're, 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 well, we're, we're, into, well, we're essentially nothing happens. <laughs> well, because, you know, going back to kind of like the production aspect of it, um, the final scene was actually recorded back in 2006 in the second season. Like they, because they, the kids were obviously getting old. And so it's like they obviously had their bit. They obviously knew that in the very beginning, or at least by season two, the mother was dead. And basically, Ted was going to end up with Robin. That was figured out extremely early on. And the problem was. Yeah, the, pro- sorry. The, pro- the problem is, is their story kept on going and going. And, you know, I think this is actually probably a case for, like, you know, why, you know, Brits and, like, have, you know, one season, one off kind of thing. Like, yeah. I think if, if the How I Met Your Mother only lasted, like, maybe one or two seasons, the ending would have been acceptable. Yeah. Right. But because it lasted nine years, it was a real hard sale. And I think that they didn't make it all that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, I, not to mention, like, what they what they had to do to Robin to get her to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, here's this woman that in the beginning was very career-oriented and didn't have any friends and, you know, moved across the country and had very broken relationships with her family and you move us forward nine years. And her mom shows up to the wedding and she's got a best friend in Lily and she's got this really good, strong friendship with Ted that's a little bit creepy, but we'll leave that there. Um, And, you know, I could go on and on and on about all the things that are wrong with the Ted and Robin relationship. But the thing is, like, Robin... <laughs> she had to go back to being that person. Yeah, all of them did. Walk away. Barney went back. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's like they de-evolved everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, kind of- every, you know, everybody just kind of woke up and was like, you know what? All this like, growing that I've done has really been pushing my boundaries, and yeah. I'm just going to press the rewind button on the last seven. I'm, I'm going to revert. Yeah, in the past eight, seven years. Yeah, because yeah, in order to fit the eight or seven years ago storyline. That's not so, how life works, you know. As much as, I, as much as I wish it did, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, sometimes we do. I mean, sometimes I mean, people do revert back to their old selves in certain situations. But I don't know. I mean, from a, from a story perspective of telling, you know, how characters grow, it just it, it felt really cheap. Well, and, like, uh, I want to make sure that, like, we make a very careful delineation here. Like, Mm -hmm. for me, there's value in stories being stories, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, not everything has to be like real life. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe Robin and Barney wouldn't have worked in real life, or maybe they would have. You just never know. Barney certainly seemed committed to the relationship. Robin Mm -hmm. certainly seemed committed to the relationship. Maybe that wouldn't have worked in real life. But narratively... Like, in a story situation, when you're coming to the end mm-hmm. and you're tying things together, you don't rip everything apart in the last five pages. 
you know, like you're making this mm-hmm. really neat knot. And then it's like they took a pen knife and frayed the edges, you know, to really stretch that metaphor. Like, I just don't know. It was just, it was infuriating. Never mind that we don't find out where Lily is out professionally, that we don't, that, you know, Robin kind of gets the rough end of the deal and that the woman, that Ted's wife gets fridged. I mean, I cannot think, at least the guys ended up, at least Marshall ended up professionally where he wanted to be. Ted ended up with the personal life that he wanted to have. Barney mm-hmm. was somehow mythically saved by a baby. And let's talk about all the ways that that's not yeah. right oh, at all. Yeah, it's oh, like, oh. I fell in love with my daughter. Now everything is right. No, like, I'm human. Eh, not really. Yeah. No. Actually, it, it was very funny. I, I was reading on the, the, the a subreddit of how, from How I Met Your Mother that they, they, they like the the next thing is how I met your how I met your father is about uh about uh Barney's um baby mama. You know about really? the spinoff, right? Yeah, I don't right. know. It, it, yeah. Was, it was more of a joke than anything, but I was like yeah. that'd be hilarious. That April Fools? Probably. I, 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 I Oh, and let's talk about how we don't even get to find out her name. She's just number thirty one. She's just oh, which is why I've said people were making the assumption that she could easily be, you know, the subject of How I Met Your Father. Yeah. So they didn't want to tell us because it's How I Met Your Father. <laughs> so but. I saw some things on Twitter that I thought were really funny that I wanted to share with you. Sure. So um, somebody was like, or Ken, who's at G Fight Fisher. I don't know who this is, but it got screen capped on my Tumblr because everybody knew how upset I was. <laughs> Kids, your dead mom was not my true love, and I'm going to replace her with your uncle's ex-wife. Or um, Brooklyn Spate tweeted, I guess how I wore down the woman I was obsessed with until she finally pity-married me wasn't as catchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, goodness. I mean, I don't know. That whole relationship is just so gosh darn gross. Yeah, no, I just, it, <laughs> it, it, it just feel, it felt like bad fan fiction. It does feel like that. It's like Carter Bays and what's his name are not. I wonder what the relationships. Well, I don't want to make that assumption, but like that's nothing about their relationship is romantic. You know, like Ted pursued her. And when she said no, he continued to pursue her. So she finally wore down and dated him. Then they found out that she couldn't have kids. That was a deal breaker. And he broke up with her. Only to marry somebody else to have two kids, and then she died. So he got what he wanted out of that relationship. So now he's with Robin. Yeah. Like making your making your, uh, making your dreams come true makes you come to realize that you can you know you know settle for other people after you've commit after you've uh, been able to commit to your dreams and have them. Yeah, can, exactly. It's just such a gross. I'm just it, using that yeah. word. I'm sure there's like I'm sure that there. I'm gonna get hate mail from Richard or something. But I, I think because we, we, we're running probably on time. Um, but yeah, I just I, got I'm a message that Jen is here. Okay, well, we'll give it. We went ten minutes over on Walking Dead, so I would say ten minutes on this. Uh, so we got about seven. I just want. I'm curious to know what you guys think on this. Um, the more I thought about it, the more what bothered me the most about it is the pacing. And I thought to myself, okay, and I'm curious if you, you guys like this idea or not. That the wedding should have been the end of season eight. I think, and, and if basically, if they hadn't gotten renewed for the ninth, that's what was going to happen. I think mm-hmm. that still should have happened, and I think season nine should have been 
this whole story that they told they told in one hour uh, or less than one hour because right. it's also being inter you know woven with other stuff like actually, in, in forty minutes right right and actually spent an entire season of fleshing this out and making us as the listeners as as the viewers come to terms with it instead of just like you know cramming it down our throats in forty minutes and saying all right goodbye we're done. Right, I, I think yeah, I would have been happier if it, they had just spread it out more and actually took the time to really tell the story. Right, I think I think that's that's sort of what I was saying when I talked about, you know, I realize that it's not how I spent my life with your mother, but if if it would have been the way you the way you just described it, would have had season the last one, whatever it was, nine, ten, uh, mm-hmm. to to. To have to have seen how that develops and gotten attached to things and and, and gotten some sort of payoff, you know. Well, and, I'm and, sad because I really enjoyed the mother's character, and it also further confirms that apparently I'm very interested in female characters who end up dying in their series. Uh-huh. I'm sad, <laughs> but oh, anyway. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Let me jump in here for just a second. LeakyCon has just posted, Leaky News has just posted, Infinite Hope, an argument for the How I Met Your Mother finale. And there's a quote here from um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it says, we must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. And then there's a whole article that I will put in the chat if anybody wants to read it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I just brought it up. Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm sad to see the show go. It clearly jumped the shark way too many times, especially considering they used an ending that was intended for the this, this series, oh, I don't know, eight seasons ago. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, but I, I said, I mean, it, it's, it's, there's a part of me that would like more, yeah, but not more of, you know, Robin and, and, and Ted in their, in their, in their pity marriage. Yeah. I, I prefer more, you know, more learning about the mother and the kids and. Um, yeah, well, the mother's character was so just freaking cool. Yeah, she I'm was so awesome. pissed that we only got to have her for like little yeah. chunks of moments. And Josh, Josh, Josh Radner had the most chemistry with her that I've ever seen him have with anybody ever. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a yeah. It was like they they actually showed why she was the mother, why she you know. Yeah. was the one who was, like, the one for Ted. And then they killed her. Yeah. Well, and I'm, like, I'm just, I mean, I'm a fan of Colby Smulders, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is, is that I tried to, <clears throat> tried to start watching the series several times, you know, well after it was, it was almost, you know, in, into its later seasons, and I was just fascinated by who are all these characters, and it took me two or three times to get to get that straight, you know, to start it and get it straight, and I was so fascinated by these characters and their relationships, and then it ends like this. So I'm sort of like, um, so much potential, and where did we go? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I still, I still want to have it, I want to know what happens to the pineapple. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, that's they give me answer in the DVDs. Oh, really? At least that's what uh, Allison. Uh, Hannigan said. Hannigan. 
Yeah, it's too bad I won't be giving these people any money. <laughs> yeah. Say maybe if I torrent it, we'll find out what happens, or I'll wait. Or I'll wait for someone to post this on YouTube. I was like, go. oh, Bob, do you want to so, say that out loud? The NSA is listening. <laughs> I'm sure people are listening. We've we'll just now been blacklisted. Um, so, in wrapping up, do you guys have any final thoughts, whether it be on the series as a whole or the finale? I think you all need to watch Inside the Actor's Studio interview of the group. Yeah, that's that. That is. I, I yeah. saw it today. It's a very, very good. Uh, it's a, it's it's well worth the uh, the look. Are they Thank pissed about too. the finale? Because if they're not pissed about the finale, then I don't want to listen to it. Well, I don't. Uh, they didn't yeah, talk about the finale at all, and it airs before the finale. It aired yeah. prior, so they they were still under wraps. Oh, it's hilarious. Just one slight, talking about interviews slightly uh, that I found hilarious. There actually is an interview with uh, Kristen Milotti about, like, specifically, like, the rumor about the mother, like, the morbid rumor about the mother dying. And right, she I, I saw her, that, too. No, doesn't, I don't die. Like, you lie to our faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a wild rumor. Nothing to it. Nothing to it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank right. you for coming in. We need in to get Ryan about, back somehow. Yes, because Ryan's probably dying the fact that he can't be monologuing on the podcast. That's Aww. true. I sent him a message and said we were show. ready for him in a few minutes, and he should be back. But I'm back. There he is. Oh. <laughs> um, yay. Mazel tov. Can we play Mazel that song? Oh, yes, we can. Do you Hold guys on. mind? Which song? Yeah, uh, there's confrontation at the end from of the, the end of Inside the Action. Oh, uh, we should. Oh, I've seen that on Tumblr. That was a fun discussion. I'm sorry that you guys didn't like the end of it. Like I said, I haven't watched the show, but I was... Uh... Spoiling right. My name is Jacob Pengoff, and I'm a third-year actor. Since Les Mis is coming back to Broadway, <laughs> I thought maybe Jason and Neil might give us a little bit of the confrontation. Valjean, at last, we see each other plain. Monsieur Lamere, you'll wear a different shade. Before you say another word, Javier! I thought they were pretty good for off the cuff and no music behind them. Yeah, it was, it was nice. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you're my favorite. We'll uh, let the... <laughs> the chat room turn their volume back up since we blew out their ears and they all had to turn yeah, their volume down. Warning may be loud. <laughs> You're yeah. a little late. <laughs> After the fact. Good. Well, may thanks for fun. coming on, Chi and Itai. It was nice to have you. Well, thank oh, you for thank having you. us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We'll leave you to podcast now. Yeah, we yes. <laughs> just have a few minutes left. And Chi, let me know when we can do Arrow. I'm ready. I'm I ready too. Arrow. I just can never find a time when Jen and I and you can do it. I need I need to call Jen on the yep. phone and be like, we might have to wait until I'm in Texas this summer. We'll have to see. <laughs> Best to do it when you're in Texas. Texas and Ryan and Danielle are here. It'll be great fun. It will be great fun, and I think that um um then we can be drinking margaritas together. See, there you go. And that will that will add to the discussion. We have lots of plot to talk about, Sue. Okay. Lots, lots of plot. Yes. I'm thinking like, like plot you know, as in like his abs. Washboard plots and <laughs> um, <laughs> shirtless plots, and yes, 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go, and I'll quit being a lecture on your podcast. And you I'm later. going to exit stage left as well. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for, for having you guys. Good to see everybody. Bye bye. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. All right. So we're going to add. Ready. All right. We're adding Jen to the line. Now, uh, well, first, let's say hello to Jen. Well, first, let's see if Jen has her microphone, because that's always a, a thing. <laughs> Jen. Hi. You raging Harmonian, you. All of her wallpaper is Harmonian. Her car is Harmonian. <laughs> I ran out of Draco stories. Her children have been converted to Harmonianism. I should have named them Harry and Hermione. <laughs> that that would be disgusting. That would be absolutely disgusting. <laughs> About that incest and stuff. Yes, yeah. don't don't cross. That's a bummer. <laughs> no, I just wanted to ch- to say. Obviously, we want to talk about harmony. We want to talk about a few different things. But one of the things that we really wanted to talk about this week was uh, the YouTube video of Will Whedon, which has been. I so love insane. him. I'm in love with him. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sad I didn't meet him before I met my husband. Aww. <laughs> so well, he's, um, he's married too, but <laughs> before he met her, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I think he's very happy with her. Yeah, what about... Do any of you have the news going about the tsunami? Because apparently the chat is hearing the tsunami over all of us. uh, Apparently, um, oh, they're hearing it on the line? Oh, it's probably me. Yeah, well, you might want to mute your TV or something because, ah, yes, they say it's you. It's closer to your volume. It was, well, the, 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 the thing is I obviously... Because it would make sense, can't hear anything that's coming over my um over my computer. Own, yeah, racist the, says it needs to go. Yes. Well, here's the thing: you are now well informed, and uh, the other thing is you know more about the tsunami than I do because I couldn't actually hear it. As I say, yeah, we couldn't hear. I, I couldn't hear mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. Chile could not be there for all I know. I have no idea. Now, um, one thing which we can do now that we know that we can control the volume. Wait, what happened? Uh, a uh, earthquake Eight hit coast Chile and uh, caused a small tsunami. Whoa! Yeah, but there's been a lot of earthquakes lately. Yeah, there has been yes. Yellowstone, including the one in Yellowstone. I had it's messages like, Jen I asking if you were in Yellowstone. People were sending not, me messages. Not yet. Where is Jen? Is not she yet. In Yellowstone. It would suck if it blew up this summer. It would. Then I wouldn't right. get to meet Ryan and Danielle. That would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad. Right, right. So, Bob, you have not heard the Will Whedon um, video. Is that correct? I have not. All right. Well, oh, you need to watch it. It's a, well, it's a two-minute video, and I actually have it right here. So if you if it works because you're playing everything else, I'm going to play the Will Whedon video, and then we're going to comment on it. How about that? All right. All right. Here now, Will Whedon. Will Girl asking, were you ever called a nerd? Thank you. 
Returning, someone's. Um, I think it was me. Bob couldn't hear it. No, I, I it was very it. good. Uh, okay. um, Jen's like I could not hear it either, but it was very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was like I'm, I love over the past like was it three or four years mm-hmm. all the different videos that they put out like that it gets better. Well, campaign. it's always from. I mean, it's typically from cons, right? From from conventions there. Well, no, I mean, there's been a lot of ones that they they put up professionally. Oh, know, like right. The, it gets better campaign and stuff mm. um, that I think do a lot of good. But yeah, there's been a lot in cons. There was like the Patrick Stewart one. Of like when, yeah, cons. like when they get specific um, questions. <laughs> this is the second one I've heard from Will Wheaton on yeah, this subject. Yes, Will have done another one of these not that long ago, actually. What was the first one? It was a different. First one was for an yeah. unborn right. Uh, child. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell my child. Yep. And I'm trying to remember. You know what? I don't know how much of it is just social media or not, but I seem to think like when I was a kid, like I got called a nerd all the time because I, I love Star Trek and I lo- I hated sports and all those different, basically everything he just said. Right. But the thing is that I didn't have Puffle. I didn't have access to all of these people across mm-hmm. the world just like me. So right. it is. It was literally the, the the fifty people I went to school with every day, and that was the entire world for me. And right. Those are the people whose opinions. Well, and matter. you didn't have an online community like you. Well, you didn't have you online. Know, I got the internet when I was right. fourteen. I mean, right. so that wasn't something that was around for me. And I, like now, of course, you know the, the the bads are worse because if you get teased at school, you get teased on Twitter and Facebook and everything, and that wasn't a problem then. But on the other hand, you get access to all of these support networks that you just never. Yeah. had before mm-hmm. and I think it's so powerful to have someone like Will Whedon who to a lot of these kids is a hero standing up saying it's going to get much better right right well, and to come, you know, to make his childhood worse, not only was he called a geek by people his own age, 
but he got a lot of shit from adults who should have known better for playing Wesley Crusher. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're, you're just like tearing this kid down. Right. And yet he's come out on the other side of it. And I think, I don't know. I mean, to me, like if I would want my kids to look up to someone like Will Wheaton, he's a great role model, I think for just being comfortable with who you are and not apologizing for liking geeky things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I love the guy. I think he's awesome. I do too. I think that he he speaks very eloquently and so mm-hmm. down to earth when he answers this question. And I know he's answered it more than once on different yeah media and on, in different mm-hmm. situations. But I I love to hear him speak on it because you know that it's coming from a background where he absolutely knows where these people are coming mm-hmm. from. Exactly. And, you know, I love to see him use his power for the good. Exactly. Because he is a superhero. (laughs) You know, this too, I don't know why I'm thinking of this. I'm thinking of like a West Wing episode or something. Um, In politics, uh, you're conservative or you're liberal and sometime around like the 80s liberals the word liberal become like a bad word like if you're called a liberal it's a pejorative word it's not mm-hmm. a good thing and there was this um, scene in the West Wing where someone said no I am a liberal I'm proud of it you can't hurl you can hurl that at me I will wear it like a badge of honor I am a liberal and it's it just kind reminds of like being a Hufflepuff yeah <laughs> but nerd was always a, a pejorative you're a nerd it's a bad thing and I feel like on some level being a nerd is now a badge of honor and people mm-hmm. are proud of their inner nerd and they're in their, and yeah. like the, like it's a good thing now yeah. almost. And like, I know that's really oversimplifying it, but I feel like over the last 10, 20 years, it's now okay to be a nerd more so than it was before. So it gives me kind of hope for like my kids and, and the next generation that they'll. Well, and I don't know if it's more like, um, it seems like there's, more and more, I don't know. Um, I don't want to say just TV shows. It's not just TV. I would, you know, I'd say all of it, like all media, books, TV, and um, movies and whatnot. Where there's finally getting like a crossover audience because I feel like with the new Star Trek movies, you know, you had teenage girls going to see it just for Christopher Pine, and it's like you had this new generation of people that would never watch old Star Trek. And now it's, they're trying to appeal to more everybody. Um, and I feel like with, um, I don't know, I feel like even with, with shows like Game of Thrones, even though I don't watch it, but it has like the definite uh, fantasy appeal to it for, for people who, you know, maybe loved Lord of the Rings growing up and now yeah. they love Game of Thrones. But even people who would never, ever watch any other sort of sci-fi or fantasy show, they love Game of Thrones. Top two so, shows I mean, it on just, TV it right now. It seems like there's more, there's more yeah. um, appeal. Top two shows on TV right now are The Walking Dead and Big Bang Theory, Zombies and Nerds. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean that's... <coughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully this is getting better. But I, I just, I... Am amused on some level that Will Wheaton has emerged as the king of the nerds. Yes, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> well, who better? I mean, really, who better? Yeah. Really, we okay, agree. Like- a nerd, but I, I did love the picture that I posted of his wife licking John Barrowman. And that was Will so in the background, just <laughs> with his terrible face. <laughs> but Jen, you've also licked that John Barrowman. So- I yes, yes. You have licked John Barrowman. That's. <laughs> 
That would be great if when they made that um, that Doctor Who spoof, like of the of the three middle doctors trying to get into the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. special, John Barrowman's in it, and the gag is caught being a heterosexual soccer dad, basically. Oh, yes. And don't tell anyone. I would love it if he was like in a car with Jen, and the kids are in the back seat. And don't tell anyone. <laughs> would be really funny <laughs> it would be funny i feel as though i've bored bob to death i was huh? gonna, i was gonna bring bob back in so jen tell us about the fanfix you're reading <laughs> uh i have you know i read pou before mm-hmm. and i i think way back when like in the 2001 like the 1998 to 2001 era, I read some Harmony fakes. And the truth is, is that there was just others in different shipping that were, that were just better. They were better written. They were better stories. Um, and I think I lost interest in that ship um, just because of lack of good fic. Uh, and so, um, so anyway, I had over, over this past two years of sort of fallen out of uh, infatuation with, with reading everything and have really kind of stuck to uh, one or two ships. And now I'm realizing that there are so many fakes that came out post 2001, 2002 in different genres that I have not read. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's Emma's podcasting too. Okay. You have to hush. They want to hear me, not you. Okay. So that's what you think. <laughs> she just looked at me like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Um, can she say harmony? Can we do that? No. Can you say, yeah. can you say hi? Uh, say hi. Uh, Hello. Say, how are you doing? Uh, say, what's hi. up? Are y'all good? Harry loves her mind. She's got a roll of toilet paper and she's TPing my bed. So oh, my cat was <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so I have started reading a couple of Harmony fics. I read, um, what did, did I read? Did you read Vox? I am on, don't spoil me, I'm on chapter 61 she of Vox. I did, I started it last night, and I do love it. I do love it. Okay. Um, and, and it's great, and I'm really actually wishing... Um, hoping the podcast ends since I go back to it, but, um, <laughs> well, we know where we I, stand. Well, we do have two minutes. Well, Ryan so. called me yesterday and I'm like, hello. Okay. Can we hang up now? <laughs> Cause I just started and I'd gotten into it really good. And, um, Jen's favorite response has been, you know, I kind of enjoy the fact that Ron is a dick. <laughs> yeah. And you know, half this story, I hated him and now I'm, I'm sort of, he's okay now, but like mm-hmm. he was. I didn't like him very much, but, um, I do, I am loving this story and I'll be really excited to talk, um, about it with, or listen to the podcast of y'all doing this story. Um, but it was good and I really like it. And I, you know, I've read some other wrecks that weren't up, up to par and Ryan has been knocking me over the head with this story for some time. And I've been, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. So it is more. good. I will say that I was pleasantly thrilled that I, that I, you know, it's everything, angst and torture and poor abused Harry and romance and it's good. I mean, basically Harry's just as hot. I mean, without leather, he's there, he's up there. And so, um, (laughs) I'm good with it. 
but I'm really excited to have, you know, to read others too. Like I, I and this story, I will say, this is one of the goodies, you know, I, you can't deny it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and, and so I'm really anxious to see how it ends, you know, and then I'll be able to, will be like, Oh, I love it. Just gush. But I'm really hoping it doesn't end crappily, but, um, <laughs> y'all are quiet. Oh crap. Well, the funny thing, Jen, is you posted the, I need harmony fix. I and do. I came home from work and I got on my live journal and like the first two or three things on my live journal were Harmony Fix. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I should send these to Jen, but I haven't read them, so I know nothing about them. I don't know if yeah, they're good or not. Don't send me crap. Don't send me crap. Don't send me crap. She's always said that. I well, have, you know. <laughs> well, I have like a certain like. Honestly, if the fake is not great, I'll just be like, what a waste. What a waste of my time and energy. And then I'll just be angry at the person who sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so send me good fix only, and then I'll just bug you for more. Fulfilling obligations and shadow walks can be your next two. Yeah, Are they on the list? Like, not everyone replied, so everyone should. Um, to yes. give me more regs. <laughs> yes, shadow walks was, is a puffer-covered one. Um, but- Filling obligations, I think, has, like, one more chapter left. Ray is listening, and she might tell me, I think there's, like, one more chapter left. Uh, Shadow Walks is a sequel that has one more chapter left or two more You know, I ended up watching movies five through eight mm-hmm. on ABC Family because I was sick um, over the weekend, and I just oh, laid back. Yeah. And I had this wonderful Harry Potter marathon, and I really haven't watched the movies since, you know, Lee was born. So it's been four or five years since I just sat and watched them. You know, normally right. I've got a movie going, but I'm also doing this and also taking care of that mm-hmm. and cleaning this. And so anyway, I just sat and I watched them, and it, it just it just filled me with such love. And, like, I missed it so much, and it made me go back to all the fan fiction that I, you know, had sort of glossed over for a lot of years. Cause I had just got, you know, stuck on Slytherin leather, um, <laughs> which is totally understandable. But, uh, now I'm actually even looking for some Harry Jenny fics that aren't, you know, Mary Sue and aren't retarded, um, that are good because I've even had that inkling to go back to after the end again. Um, but every once in a while, I guess I'll get on Canon ships and apparently I'm on that, Right now, okay. um, and because I'm really enjoying, so I need some really good wrecks because it's just not been my sh- my I, my ships for very long. I have a really good one for you, Jen. Okay, it's Hermione Spock. Oh my! Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, whoa! <laughs> I don't like crossovers with Star Trek. It, it's it's Hermione Spock of the the new version of Star Trek. Quinto Spock, exactly. Quinto Quinto. Spock. Well, Sheldon yeah. Cooper would approve. He would. I'm not sure that I would read it though. Yeah, and then she'd be, she'd be very angry at you. All right, so I know, yeah. Bob, I know Bob needs to get out of here at 10, and uh, I just want to just stop for a moment and thank the, the listeners who listen to us live, because if you're listening to this off the iTunes feed or the podcast, Sue has edited this together, and she's made it sound good. If you join in every week, you hear me with, like, a hard hat on screaming at my computer. You hear the background, the news is on. So it's an adventure. So I just want to thank the people who actually spend their time listening to us live every week because you never know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob's back. Hi, Bob. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to ask y'all something. Mm-hmm. I had brought this up with Ryan and he sort of ignored me. Um, but as I was re-watching the Harry Potter movies, I realized that it has been how many years since we did our commentaries before? Mm. A very long time. <laughs> and well, I so down a hill. <laughs> I'm I sorry, the cat just laid on the computer. How differently... 
No problem. <laughs> well, I just realized how differently I viewed them and how I viewed the characters and how I, I honestly almost sided with different characters. And I, uh, you know, I, I understood. I had more compassion for Ron's dickness in book eight. And I mean, did you just say you have more compassion for Ron's dick? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Dickness. <laughs> said dickness. Dickness. Oh, it's okay. negative to, disca- to describe. to clarify that. Yes. No, like, honestly, uh, you know, and, and that was never, I was hated him just right off from before. And, like, I hated Dumbledore. And this time, watching it, it all, I just felt at peace with it all. And, like, and, and so anyway. How do you like Deathwalk? Yeah, I still think that's. She yeah. still thinks that's utter crap. But anyway. It is. It, is. <laughs> it really is. And all I think about is how much stuffing they put in Rupert's shirt. <laughs> and everybody else looks 20. Like, honestly. <laughs> Retarded. They're dumb names. I hate the freaking <laughs> But my, my feelings on that haven't changed. But I thought it might be interesting to go back and to do a new commentary over a thing years later and look back. Because hmm. you do look at it a bit differently. And I don't know how many of us have actually sat and watched the films That's this good. many years later. Because I hadn't. Right. That you could definitely do that. And the fun thing is, if you actually hunt around on the Puffo website, I think it's under audio or somewhere, is actually the, the, <laughs> the early, 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 early podcasts that Jen and James recorded, the commentaries <laughs> of the movies, oh, where, back when he used to be known as Rigel. Like that. That's how long. Oh ago. yeah, from had, like I even know what you recorded with. You had like a like a. It was a, a weird Santa, thing. Like I don't know what it was. Was it? It was weird. So those are on there. So if you hunt around the Buffalo website, you'll find like very early gen commentaries of the books. <laughs> All I know is the fifth, se- the the se- the uh, movie five, Order of the Phoenix commentary. I recorded it the first time I ever watched the movie. Like live. that's right. I like, remember that you were like watching in real time, and people were saying mute it. I know. So I'm we still talk. annoyed about that. Yeah. You totally should have watched it before that. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Gavin screwed over in Goblet. Yep. So, that, so Bob needs to go. Is she here? Yeah, we have to. Uh, no, <laughs> no, she's, no, she's gone. She's no longer here. Um, I saw so, her picture. So this has been the most like all over the map podcast, disconjointed podcast we've ever done. Good world. <laughs> Sue, good luck in editing. Thank you. Always. I've already had the chat tell me that. Uh, I just miss Aurors. I'm really sad that I had to work. I oh, oh, you bitch, not you, Jade. Like seriously. What? You walk out on us. You walk out on us. Every single thing Bob says, oh, you need dark arts for that. Well, she walked out the door with the dark art skills. So I was sad I couldn't come. It was bad. Yeah, we got to Crucio. We got to, to Crucio Nigel. It was great. <laughs> you deserved it actually, after the time. I was actually yeah. thinking about this. In reality, like, Nigel should be, like, up in the Mungo's ward, St. Mungo's ward with the long bottoms. I was trying to yeah, yeah, the, amount, the amount of Crucio you took to your head was like, <laughs> like, it's like it's like I got Crucio, but you needed to get like over a three on the roll twenty. In the next episode, Nigel wears a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one is a two. Like seven times. Two. Two. Bad. Seriously, yeah. like you were literally at full health. You were almost killed. Yeah. Brought back to full health. Almost killed again. I know. And brought back to full health again. 
Oh, and by the way, Jen, when when Jane walked out, she was the only thing keeping Sue alive. Remember Sue had that curse and you were (laughs) (laughs) Bob's like, oh, by the way, Eve, after Jade left, the curse came back full force and Ryan's like, that bitch. (laughs) So, and, and Bob, cover your ears, not really, but Bob, cover your ears because I had a thought, guys. You know how we uh, rolled... Sam over and Sam wasn't Sam. He was somebody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you already spoiled me. Do we really think it's him or was he polyjuiced? I think it's him. Why else would he be a guy polyjuiced to look like Ron Weasley in a bucket? Well, in a bucket. <laughs> polyjuiced. Like, who does that? <laughs> Put, like, stick him in a bucket. Well, hey, is, this, is this a spoiler? No, at the very end. Uh, like, everybody knows already, right? Yeah, yes, but I does. didn't want to give Bob ideas if Bob had not. The question about is, it. has Jade that, slept that with Ron? Who solidified. Who hasn't Jade slept with? But I don't know when she'd have opportunity to sleep with Ron. Did she sleep with Nigel? I hope not. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, what I understood was she'd slept with all of us, but I don't know when that happened. What? Oh, what? What? This is news to me. <laughs> that was actually mentioned in the first episode uh, yeah. of the orders. Mm. Oh well. Jay, Jay that was awesome. I'm a band camp, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe Jay needs to be uh, recast <laughs> from uh, to, to be uh, recast by uh, Allison Hennigan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of uh, what's her face. Mm. Oh my god, we all slept with Jade. <laughs> no, we all slept with Jade. There's a difference. Jade! Jade! <laughs> that was your night, good. Fine. Yeah, no, um. I just want to make sure that we weren't all together when we slept with Jade. That's all I care about. <laughs> okay, we did do it independently then. All right. Well, maybe so it wasn't like an order to <laughs> Emma approves. I'm scared, mommy. Oh, All right, we should probably end. Yeah, it's going to probably end our show unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about. I have missed very much. We miss, we miss you, too. We miss you, too, Jack. I really have. Bob, your voice. <laughs> Ryan, your monologues. Oh, my God. Danielle and Sue, your garden and food talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have felt so well, I am. I am eating too. I'm sorry. I haven't eaten lunch yet. I'm hungry. I don't give a damn. It's hysterical. <laughs> but I have missed you all, and I just can't wait till I'm done with this piano recital and can rejoin you. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> and no more ores without me. I can't stand it. Well, I need I needed to move on, otherwise, because there's going to be about a three month gestation period on on the next oh, chapter. Good. good. That's why I, that's why I was like, if we if we wait for you to come back, count me in the next the one. I can't take like it. October. I'm sorry, I'm stuck in your freeze gestation period. It's like an It's time to develop these things, yeah. Ryan. So my friend calls me this morning, right? Was it me? Hold on, let me slow. Oh, okay. Yeah, my friend calls me this morning. <laughs> I'm hungry. Um, and she she's crying. She's like crying on the phone. And she says, oh, my God, Jen, I'm pregnant. And, like, she's not with anyone. Don't but, like, she has, she, she has, like, the occasional night fun. And I'm like, oh, my God, who is it? Oh, my God, are you serious? And she tells me it's, like, this friend of mine. And I'm like, w-, like, my heart just stops. Like, what? Like, what? 
And she goes, April Fools! <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck you. I hate you. I hate April Fools. She, she had you. She should keep going. Like, who does that? That's so cruel. Uh, Jen, I don't think pregnancy ones are those are funny. Even Rena Plata thinks the same thing. Like, Jen, Jen, something else. I do say though, I know Bob has to leave. We do need to f- squeeze in your Jen story about what you did last weekend. I don't remember what. When, when you were in the car driving to your night out, I got three oh, minutes. Go. Do you remember the story? Oh, um. Was it not fit for public consumption? No, I don't remember. I've drunk since. Jen in the bathroom at the Olive Garden. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Do you tell it? Then I'll remember. <laughs> How do you forget this? Jen, the bathroom at the bar. Your friends went to the bathroom at the bar. I remember. Okay, yes. They did a bad thing in the bathroom. And then we went to the Olive Garden. Oh, I remember. How <laughs> do you forget that? Okay. Two, two to three seconds, go. I can't, okay, I can't even remember. I can't remember how it started. All I remember is we ended up going to the Olive Garden. Jen decided to get out of the house, so she made new friends. Yeah, oh, right. I'm trying to be, um, what's the word? Not a hermit. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I, I have these people that I have found to go out with. <laughs> people, not friends. <laughs> in, this group, in this group, Jen is the normal one. Yeah. I can't remember everything. You're going to have to tell me, honestly, because everything has happened since then that I can't remember. You went to the bar with them. I, yeah, I, remember, I remember what they did in the bathroom. <laughs> I think you're killing the story. I can't. Right, Ryan, the story quick. Bob has to go. Bob has to go. Bob gets out of here. Are we going to finish the story? The story? Thank you. Remember the story. She completely forgets the story. Jen, the waiter at the all sex in the bathroom. They did, and they come back. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. these are two female friends. <laughs> Fuck, no. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> no, it was a boy and a girl. Oh, oh yeah, because, yeah, no. <laughs> that's that's just way better. Sex in the bathroom. I don't know why yeah, your mind so would go to the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, didn't... Oh. Jen, I don't know how to ask you this. Is it possible that you've been romantically involved with the same person earlier in your life? Not <laughs> 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 in that way. Wait, I thought you dated the waiter. I did, but not, like, all the way. Oh, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did the waiter have sex in the bathroom? <laughs> I was so friends with the waiter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, way before. Years ago. <laughs> High school. Is Jen, is Jen admitting to adultery right now? <laughs> no! no! I'm so confused. There's nothing about that here. No. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> no, not no longer because I've been married long. Okay, like 15 years. <laughs> so, wait a minute. I'm still confused. Did the waiter have sex in the bathroom or did the two friends have sex in the bathroom? Or was no, the waiter my one of the friends? I went, my friend that went with me went to the bathroom and it ended up being a guy that I used to date. Was the waiter? Well, he was the waiter. So we went back the next day because that's how we are. We're 17. And like, because he was that guy. And so, yeah, he waited on us at the all Garden. Okay. Well, apparently the chat cannot hear us. So all they can hear is us laughing. They have no idea what happened. Neither do we. Okay. I know. I'm going to have All right. Some of us have to a point of view weekly to a close. From all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios, I'm Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Sue. I'm Danielle. I'm Jen, and I haven't been here in a long time. (laughs)
And we will catch you guys next week with another episode of Point of View Weekly. Until then, if we live that long, good morning or night or wherever it is where you're at. Good riddance. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was the weirdest podcast we've ever done. Ryan, you're going to remind me because I don't remember because all this crap has happened since then. I don't even remember where I talked to you in the story. You you were on your way to the to – the, you, you were going out with him again and you were talking about how you were like 12 again because you're going right. – 12, I would assume, probably or older than that. Um, Sammy, at least 15. Yes, at least. Well, probably older than that because it was. No, no, no. It was 15. It was 15? You were going to the bars <laughs> at 15? I don't want to know this. La, 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 no. la. Should I hit stop recording now then? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.